Welcome back, everybody. This is BC, another episode of Supreme Being for you. We are the 9th of September is the current date here on planet Earth. First and foremost, this podcast is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you guys need anything, we are now a nationwide team, soon to be worldwide. You can message me personally for all your real estate needs or go to teambcsold.com. Okay, number two, if you guys are looking to be a part of what I'm doing at eXp, but maybe not necessarily be directly on my team, you can go to partnerwithteambc.com, watch the video on the model if it makes sense to you, schedule a call with us. And lastly, MS, Modern Success, my tribe, my family. If you're looking for more support from me, more coaching, more personal attention, go to the link in my bio on Instagram at Brian Casella, or you can go to briancasella.com and get signed up there. All right. A little bit late today. It's 7.38 here Pacific. I normally start at 7. I've been in the kitchen cooking now that I've gone plant-based. Uh, I've learned a little bit, looked at some recipes, and I've really been cooking and, and doing my best to make all of my food 80-90% of the time to improve my diet and my lifestyle. And I'm wearing a bandana on my head because my hair is a fucking disaster. And since I've been letting it grow, it's all over the place. So we got to keep that shit managed. All right. Lots to talk about. Okay. Two things I want to talk about today. The first one is this. Most people that I'm running into now, and, and this is a, a process that you need to run yourself through. And when I say this, I'm not talking about one particular area of your life. I'm talking about everything. Because what happens with some of these concepts is certain areas of people's lives, they're going to be okay or doing pretty good. We fail to look at the weak link or those things that have gone on autopilot or things that we've accepted as being that's just what it is, or that's what it is when it isn't, and you can change it. Okay. And I call it, I was just having a conversation off camera with Kevin and a lot of people like to be in a state of comfortable misery. That's what I call it. Comfortable misery, right? I just thought of it right on the spot. And I thought that'd be a great thing for me to touch on a little bit here on the podcast. A lot of people like in finances, for an example, they're living in comfortable misery, meaning they might be paycheck to paycheck and they want to do more but they're just comfortable enough to keep doing it. So they don't want to confront the fact that they're misinformed about money or to take responsibility. Cause that's really what it's about. It's about taking responsibility. When I have conversations with people and I start to open up their mind a little bit to certain subjects, everybody is going to hit that crossroads. You've hit it. You're going to hit it or you already have, and you already chose a path. And it's either I take responsibility as an adult because every single one of you listening to me here is 18 and over, you are an adult. You have to take a choice. Okay, I'm going to start thinking for myself, making my own decisions and being responsible for my life and my conditions and my beliefs and philosophies. That has to be understood. Otherwise, someone else has controlled your mind and your autonomy and your self-reliance. So in that paycheck to paycheck scenario in the finances as an example, somebody may not be happy and they're miserable actually, but they're still okay being an employee under the other person just enough. It hurts, but it's like a, a sting that they've gotten used to. Like maybe, you know, somebody hasn't gone to the chiropractor. They don't really, really take care of themselves physically and they have a slight discomfort in their back, but they've lived with it for so long. It's there, but they don't really notice it anymore. And a lot of things in our life have become that where it's like this little nagging pain, but it's like, it's okay. I'm used to it. I've had it for 10 years. I don't need to change it. It's bullshit. That's a sad state to be in because when you really understand somebody's complete life, you'll see it's not just one sore and one nagging pain that they have. They have 5, 10, 15, 20, right? And I have in the past, and I know a lot of people that still do. 
The people that you come across that are the most miserable and triggered and fucked up in the head that lash out at people and all that stuff that you see, they're the ones that have nagging pains everywhere. And in many cases, it's because we don't take responsibility. We don't. I used to blame other people for my uh, misbeliefs about finances, even my family. I'm like, you motherfuckers never taught me. It's bullshit. You should have taught me. But I'm pushing the responsibility on somebody else. That's wrong. But I'm pointing the finger. And in those moments, I think I'm right for doing that. But I'm in a comfortable misery situation. Why? Because I wasn't changing it at the time. And it doesn't get you anywhere. So for a lot of people, it's different areas. It might be socially. It might be at your work. It might be finances, right? It might be relationships, whatever it is. Maybe it's in the self, um, self-esteem department, right? Somebody's looking at really building their self-esteem as an individual. And they have, eh, it's okay. I don't, I don't like it, but I have just enough. Or the people that I'm with, I'm doing a little bit better than them, so it's okay, right? So simultaneously with this, we need to raise the bar. That's why you're being taught so many other things like getting around better people, changing your environment, right? Upgrading what you do. Yeah, and some of those steps that you've learned from other people and myself included, because it feeds into that. But ultimately, you have to take responsibility. So if you're going to sit there and wallow in your misery, in that comfortable misery, you ain't going to get any sympathy from me because you're consciously deciding that. A lot of people are. They won't admit it, but they're consciously deciding to be miserable. And again, if that's the case, you won't get any sympathy from me. But if you're uninformed or misinformed, then I can help you. And I will actively try to help you as long as you want to be helped. But if you're going to make a conscious decision to stay in a miserable state and do nothing about it and not take responsibility, move it along, right? Move it along. There's going to be a day where you have to, the judgment day where you have to look at yourself in the mirror and confront the fact that you've been bullshitting yourself. Okay. Now this may sound aggressive to people, but it gets to a point where you literally have to be this way. I'm a very compassionate man, empathetic, nice. I want to help a lot of people, but it comes to a point where you have to literally grab somebody and almost slap them in the face and say, dude, wake up. Because the peaceful approach isn't working with you. Now, I'm not going to force you to do anything or, 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 or hurt you or impose myself physically. But goddamn, dude, if I got to kind of, hey, wake up, then we have to do that. We have to get to that point. And that's why a lot of people fall on either end of the spectrum with my content. It's I love it or I hate it because they can't deal with that, uh, that thing that I just said, that dynamic. Because I'll come at them a little bit more aggressively. So that needs to be looked at in your life. Additionally, it's this, okay? I'm still around a lot of salespeople all the time. I'm around a lot of people growing businesses and I've, I kind of expanded my circle in the last year or two in particular with you know, different businesses, different walks of life, right? Once you start doing things on social media, you really open up a lot of doors to other business opportunities and, and friendships and things of that nature. So you start connecting with people, a lot of people actually outside of your industry, outside of your niche, and really people who maybe in the, if social media didn't exist, maybe you wouldn't run into them ever, but you do, yeah? And what I'm finding is at, at, a, at a basic level, there still seems to be a difficulty in a navigation through building genuine connections with people, right? Having good conversations and really having a solid and interesting and fun human to human dynamic right? Like being able to be in somebody's company. And when you leave, they're like, oh, I like that person, right? Like if it's me, oh, I really like Brian. He's cool. People forget there's a systematic way to create that. It's not like some people that come out of the womb that we call social butterflies, they're just doing certain things correctly, but they're still doing techniques. They're just not aware of it. And we've forgotten that. How cool would it be? I'll present this question to 
you know, the live listeners or somebody listening to the recording, how cool would it be that you can have an impact on people like that? How cool would it be to be able to make friends move tomorrow to a new city, new place? And within a month, you have a new social circle and friends and people that like you, that call you, that want to hang out with you. They want to spend time with you. They want to do business with you. How cool would that be? You can create that for yourself, but there's been a neglect of that. I know it's a little different now because of coronavirus and some of the stuff that's going on, but there's been a complete neglect in that category. And why? That's the number one foundational tool for fulfillment in life as a human being, because we need to create connections and we're social creatures. But number two, everything you want in life is on the other end of that. You come to me and you're an entrepreneur, you better be a great fucking communicator. You come to me and you do real estate, you better become a great fucking communicator. You do mobile detailing, you better be a good communicator. You want to be a dating coach, you better be a good fucking communicator. You want to do yoga, right? Be an instructor, you better be a great fucking communicator, right? This thing is everywhere. You, we can't not, right? Even if you email all day and text, if you're a superior communicator, your emails and texts will do better and create a different effect than everybody else. Yet this category, again, has been completely neglected. Or, well, you know what? It's not that important. I'll push it to the side. Why? You want to be an influencer, right? I hate that fucking word, right? Influence. Let's do something else. You want to be a creator. There, I'm, I'm going to say that. That's better because the word influencer, I think, is the cheesiest goddamn word there is when it comes to people who produce content. Please, for all of you, do not call me an influencer, please, okay? Do, do me that favor at the very least. You want to be a creator. Well, why do you think, even though I get censored heavily, people still jump on my programs, right? They really enjoy everything that I teach for free or paid, whatever, my speeches, right? I was doing a lot of speeches before everything got shut down. Why do people gravitate towards me and keep coming to me? It's the communication skills that I developed. I'm not special as a person. I just dedicated myself to learning these things and now teaching people as well. I wasn't born, you know, like, oh, well, BC is going to be this person. No, I earned it by working hard, which any of you can do. I just happen to look different than you. You get what I'm saying? Every single person has access to that. Everything I've done. I just happen to focus on that category that I just told you, among some others as well, but that was the main one. I said, man, it's cool. I got into real estate and said, dude, I cannot believe that I can knock on a stranger's door or make a phone call and like get somebody's contact information like within minutes or less, sometimes seconds. And then they hire me to do a business transaction with them and I make a commission of 10, 15, 20, 30, 50, $100,000. That's fucking insane. And all it is is an interaction with me and another human being, meaning we exchange some words, some smiles, some laughs, then they sign a paper, they buy a house, they sell a house and I get paid. That still trips me out to this day that you can do that. Like, has anybody stopped to think about that? And how does it start and end with the communication between you and somebody else, whether via phone, in person, door to door, social media ad, whatever. But there's a communication between two people that either leads to they hang up, never talk to you, forget about you forever, or you get a deal. I saw that right away, even before I knew about all this shit. Because I stopped and I said, man, this is incredible. This is a fucking sick opportunity. And I'm sure there's other opportunities similar to real estate where you can get in with a relatively low barrier of entry and you can do well for yourself and build your business. Like now my brand online, right? I've expanded my team nationwide. All I'm doing is pushing the boundaries, guys, with communication. It is my communication skills, not anything else, not how I look, not how I walk, not what I own. It's my communication skills that have allowed me to 
build my brand, sell a lot of homes here, create a nationwide team, build a coaching program. It's that because people want to be a part of Team BC because they know what Team BC represents and what it stands for. It's not just me. I never make it about me. Even my team members, I say, take my fucking face off the sign. I don't give a shit. This is about Team BC and you guys are a part of that. And I want you to ride with it and then use it to help you grow your own brand as well. Because I want you to be a part of this, but also grow your own shit. And how do you do that? By communicating and creating, communicating more and more effectively than other people. How do we get people to watch our videos and listen to our podcast? You communicate better. That's it. My podcast, is, I love what it's doing, man. I don't really share the metrics too much, but it's, it's doing really well. And I'm happy. But it's because the message is consistent and I'm communicating it a certain way. That's it. There's nothing special besides that. Because I could give you guys the keys to the universe, but if I can't communicate it right or entertaining or in a way that you want to listen, it won't fucking matter. Straight up. Why do you think there's so many geniuses on this planet who suck at communicating and no one cares about them or listens to them, which sucks, but that's just the way it is. So, you have to see the magic in this shit. You have to see the, the, the potential in it. Yes, it's an intricate subject, communication and all that. But man, you know, because in, in this, um, this world, we have a lot like questions, right? I know I'm very good at asking questions and that helps people know that you're listening, builds connections with them. It's great for sales. It's a great tool, right? Th that's under this branch of communication, you know, working on your, your, your questions and then exercise I can give you for those of you who are looking to improve your question asking abilities. We used to play this game in my first office where uh, we called it the question game. Now there's levels to it, but I'll give you like one or two just so you can start. Start with a partner and just ask each other questions. Don't answer them. Just you ask, then they ask. Then you ask, then they ask. And keep going until somebody can't, uh, can't come up with a question and only give yourself like one or two seconds to ask the next question so it's quick. So this makes you quick on your toes. The next level, you guys ask questions. This person asks a question, the person receiving the question, uh, answer it and then present your question, right? That would be level two of this game. So I ask a question, then you answer it, then you ask me a question. Then I answer it, then I ask you a question and you go back and forth until somebody can't do it and they slip up and they lose. And very quickly, within a week or two, you will be very good at coming up with questions quickly and then answering questions and presenting another one, which is an art form in itself. So that's just one aspect of this, you know, million piece puzzle of communication, right? Then we have tonality. Then we have your body language. Then we have volume of voice, rate of speech. I mean, there's so many things. Then we have the, the, the conscious communication and then the subliminal or subconscious communication where you're saying something, but you mean something else, which is, is a heavily discussed topic like in the dating world. So there's so many cool, interesting things to this, but we know, yet I'll make a communication video on um, YouTube and it won't get any fucking views because nobody gives a shit. But I'll make a video on how I became a millionaire. Boom, fucking five or 600,000 views. You see, we're focused on the wrong shit. We're focused on all the, the magic bullet, right? The, the flashy shit, right? And that's why that stuff still gets views and people are stuck. Those videos and those gurus and people teaching that shit have been out for years. Why are people still struggling? Because that's not the fucking answer. 
It's not about the shiny object that's going to do this and that for you. How about we get down to the fucking basics and the root, which I've been teaching from one, which is one of the reasons I think I really haven't, I mean, I have relatively speaking, we can say a pretty big following, I guess, depends on who you're comparing me to. But if I wanted to be cheesy and do that generic shit, I probably could have exploded, but I don't want to do that because that's not, that's not what the world needs. And I wouldn't be happy doing that. We need real substance, real shit, real things being taught. The thing is, is we need more people to pay attention to it. So if you're listening to this and you're part of the, the few, then this is your moment to take advantage of it and get ahead. Because you think when I say make calls and do this and do that, that everybody's doing it. Newsflash, they're not. The average person isn't doing shit. Or they'll do it for a couple of days and then piss and complain and whine. Oh, well, I'm not getting results. Dude, you've been doing it for three fucking days. What do you expect? How many videos of mine did you watch where I said I struggled for months sometimes before I got shit? And you want to come to me after three fucking days? Come on. But... Every other video, every other fucking thing is, oh, I became a millionaire in two weeks with this plan and this and that. And our head is full of a bunch of bullshit. That's the problem. That's the problem. But it goes back to what I said at the very beginning of this podcast. We have to take motherfucking responsibility for our lives, our thought process, and every single thing. So if we, including me, and I've fallen for that shit before. I'm not saying I haven't. And if you fall for it, you kick yourself in the ass and you say, never again, lesson learned. I have to deprogram myself to not even look at that shit. And I don't watch any of that shit. It's repulsive to me, personally. But if I fell into that trap, which I have before in the past, I will take full responsibility for it. I won't blame that person or anybody else but me. Because that's who fucked up, not them. It's not about, well, you know, the shortcut or this and that. Same thing with a lot of people running away from me when they get into real estate because I preach hard work, making calls and doing that. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do? You tell me you have a lot of time and no money, but you're still looking for the magic bullet, especially if you're in sales. You got to work, man. And even if you had the money to buy leads, guess what? You're going to piss that money away because you don't have the skills when you get them on the phone to convert them. Earn that shit. Same thing with learning communication. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to get your ass kicked. It's the same thing. But what does that require? You take responsibility and say, okay, I'm venturing into uncharted territory. I don't know shit here. I need to figure it out. And I need to put in the work. But then they'll look at me and two other people and the two other people are a little softer and you don't have to work hard and they'll go over there. And that's why our industry and many other industries have such a high fucking failure rate. Because when I talk about communication among many other things, it's not appealing to people for some reason. But many of you will come here and listen to me and be entertained. Why? Communication. It's not anything else. What is it going to take for this subject to finally get the respect and attention that it deserves? You get what I'm saying? Like, am I tripping? Or is it really just not that interesting? A lot of men, I know men, men listen to me. My audience is like 60, 70% men, I think, 70%, something like that. I know every man deep down inside wants to be able to say, I'm good with girls. I'm comfortable with women, right? I can talk to women. I can get them. Well, how the fuck do you think you're going to do it? If you became a great communicator, you would women easy. It'd be no fucking problem. They'd come to you. But we think it's just the cars and all that. Of course that helps. But all that is is a demonstration that you have resources. You have success as a man. Cool. But if you can't communicate it, good luck. Good luck. How many guys do you know that have a lot of money? I know a ton that can't get a girl for shit. I know a million of them. 
So it boils back down to what? Communication. So if you combine taking responsibility, which is, okay, I need to do the right thing. And now I'm going to focus on what's important and what I need to do. Boom. Then you're good to go. Now you just have to earn your position, which we have to do on a daily basis by showing up every day and doing what you're supposed to do. If I had a camera following me 24 seven for my first probably three years in real estate before I really started growing my team and pushing the social media stuff more. And we made a highlight reel of that. People's jaws would drop because number one, they'd be like, Oh, I thought he did different stuff. And number two, they'd be like, God damn, this motherfucker is a consistent son of a bitch that does the same fucking things every day over and over, which is all I did. Tunnel vision focused on the few things that I needed to focus on and did that shit every day over and over until I got really good at them. And that's what I'm still doing now. It's just a little different because I'm juggling more things than I was before. But that's all it is. Clean, simple, hard work, discipline, and commitment to the right things that should be your priorities and must be your priorities, better said. That's it. No special sauce, no magic formula, no hookups, no lucky deal that so-and-so gave to me. That's it. So let's commit to the study of communication and these simple things. Let's commit to keeping it simple. Commitment, discipline, hard work. Let's get back to that because everyone says, oh, I know that. No, no you don't because all I need to ask those people is, let me see your life. And if I watch your life for 24 hours, will you be a walking representation of discipline, hard work, commitment, great communication? Fuck no. I'll bet my life for many of those people that, that say, oh, I already know that. Their life aren't a representation of that. I guarantee it. And I walk and breathe and live all the shit that I talk about. And the people that come around can confirm it to you. That's why I only talk about certain shit because that's what I know about and what I've done. Okay. Let's get it together as a whole, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm right there with you and I'm still doing it every day. But we have to do the right things consistently. Okay. That's it for this one, guys. Appreciate you listening. Supreme Being, every Monday and Wednesday, two new episodes a week. If you guys need anything real estate nationwide now and soon worldwide, you can reach out to me personally or go to teambcsold.com. If you guys want to join under me and EXP, you want to talk about partnering with me, go to partnerwithteambc.com. Watch the video if it makes sense. Schedule a call with us. And lastly, Modern Success, My Family, My Tribe. Also, shout out to you guys. Special shout out. Today, I put two new videos for you guys, a chakra one, and then also that 20-minute training snippet. Make sure you watch it, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to like it. And uh, if you want to join, get more attention from me, personal attention, coaching, help, live events, products, all that stuff, go to briancasella.com and check out that link. We have two membership tiers, and you can also go to the link in my bio on Instagram if you follow me there. All right, that's it for this one. Peace out. Appreciate all the love and support, ladies and gentlemen. Love you guys. You're like family to me. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.